0: Hey, girl. Hey, if you're new, we're so pumped you found us. And if you're back and a real OG, we're so glad you're here. Now, you're listening to Girl Talk. We're your host, Courtney Olson, MF CEO of Girl Clothing and the woman with the world's deadliest thighs in Taver Lee. Taver, let them know what's up. I'm Taverly. I'm a social impact entrepreneur and the founder of Taverly's Tribe. Unplanned and authentic, together we're serving you delicious dishes of mind, body, and soul nuggets to help you feel empowered and unstoppable. And we're not experts in any field, but we are two women over 35 who've got some dope-ass tools, stories, and entertainment value to add to your life. Know your worth and charge tax, bitch. Now let's make some magic. Are
1: you ready? Welcome back. We are in part two Of the series where Courtney and I are diving into the Self Love Success Academy, which is a, it's actually, there's a a printed copy you can access at girl.com. There is a virtual copy, and we're really going to be talking about how when you love yourself, you can change the world. When you love yourself, it changes how you interact with everything that you do, whether it's business, fitness, life, anything. And I am really excited for us to actually dive into it because the first part of this series, we heard all about Courtney's, her origin stories of how this came about. So if you didn't listen to part one, go back to part one. And you'll see how she got us to where we are at t- today. And so now we are going to dive really deep into some of the actual training material. So a couple caveats, if you're driving or you're with your kids, or you're not in a place to actually write this down, that's totally fine. Still listen, just stay tuned in, put it in your brain and come back to it. Or you can also just download the material, go along with us at the same time, whatever works for you, just know that's totally cool. And, you know, just take what what works for you and leave the rest. Because some of this you may feel really solid in. It might make a lot of sense to you. And some of it might be brand new. We honor and respect wherever you are at on that journey. And with so much love and happiness, I'm glad to be back with you, Courtney. Say Hello. Right. Hey. <laughs> I'm like all soft and squishy. And I'm like, oh, Courtney, and yay, this is so good. And there's so much love. And I know how important it is to really love ourselves if we're going to love anybody else. or
0: That's what RuPaul says.
1: Right? And not only that, but if we're going to stop judging others, we have to love ourselves first because judgment often comes as a reflection of how we feel.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's exactly right. And it's funny because I had in my notes, it's like, what the is self-love anyway? You know, we hear this term thrown around all the time, especially in this day and age, you know, the, the hashtag and, and all the rest of it. And it's like, is there an actual definition for what is self-love? Is there? What, what is the definition? I don't necessarily have the answer
1: to that. I, I looked it up. Of course I did. I looked it up. It says it is how you feel about yourself. Boom. <laughs> that is. It literally is how you hold yourself. And that is, that I mean, there's lots of ways in which you express self-love. But really, if you were to be alone in your room by yourself and there's nobody else around, the voice that talks to you, right? The way, the feelings you have about yourself, that's all a part of self-love because we you know we are in our own heads, and nobody else is actually going to be in your head and know that. Only you know if you actually love yourself or not. And it is a reflection of how we treat our body how we treat other people, how we feel about other people, how we look at ourselves in the mirror, you know, and 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 really how we create judgment about ourselves. Yeah, that's so I looked it up, of
0: course. Very valid. I've looked up so many definitions and it's funny cuz it's like, well, who's right and who's wrong and everybody is, is as there we any say, wrong in there? a dick wizard. <laughs> no, everybody has caught, you guys are so just going to know every time she says that, I'm going to giggle. I'm just saying, it's, it's I'm going to giggle. It's just going to happen. Uh, yeah, and the important thing I think to focus on is that self-love isn't something you arrive to. You don't wake up and say, cool, I've fallen in love with myself, and Bob's your uncle. Like you're gonna go through. I know. (laughs) Did
1: you just say Bob's your uncle?
0: What show is that from? It's Australian, or maybe that actually came from out of the UK. Oh,
1: and I also think it's on a movie. There's a movie. Anyway, for those of you listening, like, (laughs) leave us a comment on social media and tell us what movie that's from because I love that. It's going to keep you up at night. Bob's your uncle. Bob, Bob's your your
0: uncle. uncle. Okay, going to get along like a house on fire. (laughs) Don't know him, but a bar. there's so many of (laughs) them. I love. (laughs) I love my second
1: one. Oh, my goodness gracious. Okay, yeah. let's get
0: into part two. So part two, self-love. What is self-love? Self-love is a, a variety of different things, but at the end of the day, it's accepting yourself. And, you know, when you accept yourself, you don't necessarily have to 100% Love or like necessarily what it is. It's just as you accept it. And then once you accept something, you can work on it. Are we talking unconditional acceptance? Well, unconditional. So let's break that down as well. Cause people say, Oh, unconditional love. And again, this is a future episode for us when we're talking about regurgitation and just saying things without connecting to what it actually means, mm-hmm. but unconditional. So when you break it down, it's like, okay, well, what, what does that mean? Well, here, what's a condition then? Right. So, um, I'll love you under these conditions that you're not a bitch that you're, you know, um, you answer my calls, that uh, you know, oh, I'd, I'd love you if you stop drinking, you know, there are these conditions that we put on certain people, um, and, and ways that we expect them to act, you know, and, and there's a whole top of topic of expectations and what are expectations, you know, um, so that 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 can go quite deep, but you know, when I met my husband, he actually was the first person to inadvertently show me unconditional love, and he said, "I only have two rules." And I heard the word rules, and I was like, "Oh God, here we go." But he's like, "That you're safe, and that you're happy," and that was it.
1: I know when you told me this, I just gained a absolute whole new appreciation for. You know, what your relationship stands for and what your, you know, what kind of man your husband is, because I think that that is probably unique and I don't want it to be, but I think that it probably is. Yeah.
0: And I, I hope to share more of our story because I believe it it will help, you know, because I used to be, like I said previously, that person when another girl walked into a room and my, my ex was there, I'd, I'd be hypersensitive or, you know, like, oh God, threatened, feel threatened. You know, um, and a lot of this stuff comes with maturity as well. You know, yeah, and
1: I think people would be surprised to know that about you because you are such a confident person yourself, or you peer confident. That people forget that what we face on the what we show on the exterior is not always what happens on the interior, which is why we want to release judgment because you never know what is going on at the core being of another individual just based upon how they react.
0: Hundred percent. So I
1: think that that is just such a good example of that because I would have never before I knew you I would have never thought that that would have ever crushed you
0: know head. 10 years ago well night and day difference yeah you know and um, when he said that to me it made me want to be a better person Person in my relationship, you know, because when we first met, I was like, "Eh, "My ex won't let me make out with a chick," and na na na. And you know, him giving me that freedom made (laughs) me want the voice. (laughs) We might need a new voice because when you say that, I can't, I can't focus. I can't focus when you do that. I just giggle. It's so funny when people used to say, "Oh, I hear voices in my head," and I'm like, "Bitch, I've got like 30." You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) it's cool. We all do. You're not crazy. Okay, Okay, so back to yeah, back to it. Unconditional love you know it's it's loving yourself without conditions and saying oh i'll love myself when i'm 20 pounds lighter no, you won't because then it's going to be something else, you know, and that it, it, it takes work. And that's the other important thing to point out. You don't find self-love by watching whatever the hell we were watching the other day that came on, like the masked singer or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> You're what not going to watch that. I Christ, don't I did not even think have watched long enough to know what it, what you know, it was. I, I met the host, too, of that show when I was on America's Got Talent. And I was just like, it's so funny. Oh, there's a rabbit. squirrel, Squirrel. <laughs> 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 there's really actually a rabbit outside. It's so cute. How do we eat
1: It's okay. My dog wants to eat him, so just know that my my dog in two this summer. I
0: know. My heart. I never used to be like that, too. It's quite funny. Uh, But, you know, when you start working in TV and you actually see what happens behind the scenes, Mm -hmm. you know, you're just like, you just can't look at life the same, you know, and you realize that everything is smoke and mirrors, and Nick Cannon needed a nap that night. Which was the
1: whole point in the last show. We talked about media like yeah. wh- how the media works people it's not it's not always the way you think it is and listen I don't want to be totally that person that says all media outlets misquote or lie but the truth is is that you guys listening, you have to just do your homework. If you read something, don't judge because a lot of the information you're spoon fed
0: is false. And that goes both ways. (laughs) I'll keep the next comment to myself and stay mature in my, in my presence. But you know, it made me think when you said not all news and I'm like, fake news. And in my head, my little bitchy voice went off and I'm like, that doesn't mean that Trump is right. And then I'm thinking like, how can I get through to my dad? (laughs) (laughs) My my dad is my hero and he's, Gotten wrapped up with the this QAnon stuff, and I'm like, yeah. Dad, they all work for the same people. Okay, yeah. so stop fighting, everybody. We need to band together. Doesn't matter if you bleed red or bleed <coughs> blue or what, but at the end of the day, this is their goal, and that's another topic for future. Okay, so we'll come back to that. So okay. back on track.
1: Back on track. So we're starting at the very beginning of the Self-Love Success
0: Academy. Yeah, and I'm going to take you through the first three pages in this episode. So (laughs) the first page is our pledge. And as I said, that came from Camp Confidence. The point of this is to create awareness around how negative we are towards ourselves as well as other girls. So we highly, highly encourage you to take this pledge, videotape yourself saying it, say it with another girl, and post it. And by doing it, whether you're by yourself or with somebody else, but when you do it by yourself and you you record it, you are giving testimony. So now we can hold you accountable. So when your friends see so you do it and then you start talking trash about yourself, I look fat today. I look old. No, bitch, shut up. You took the pledge, right? That's just your voice going off. That's just the programming. Why do we think we look old or we look fat? You know, what gave us that impression in the first place? Like what, What is it right? So, we're creating awareness and we're having conversations and we're holding each other accountable, and that is a huge part of this. Uh, So, we encourage you to take the pledge. Now, when we say do our best, you'll hear about what that means in depth in a few minutes, but on a daily basis, that's going to change, right? You might have not slept the night before, so I know when I don't sleep, I am a very interesting person. You know, I I do much better in performance when I've slept. So my best is going to vary from day to day. And it's the same for you and and for all of you listening. So remember that's going to, that's going to shift. But as we take this pledge, it's purely to create awareness and to do our best to be kind to ourselves as well as other women. All right. Shall we read it together? Yeah. On the count of three, one, two, three. I solemnly, oh, I, Courtney, I, I talk, talk, really, <laughs> solemnly oh swear, swear to the, the best, best of my ability to refrain from talking negatively about myself as well as other, other females. I, I am, equal am equal among my, my peers, peers and, and do see not see myself as neither better than nor or less than. Less than. Through this pledge of non-judgment, I understand and embrace that I am having a positive impact on the world and furthering
1: the global revolution of body acceptance. And listen, we don't expect any of you to be able to just have retained that in the moment. In fact, if you go back to our first season, this pledge is in the intro of every show. I ask people to repeat it. So uh, maybe it's the outro. I can't remember, but it's in the the previous season. But
0: we are going to type this out. You will have access to all of this in the show notes. Yeah, definitely. And there's, we actually, all of our orders um, moving forward after the next month are going to have a giant A4 piece of um, cling sticker that you can Mm. put on your mirror in your bathroom, you know, wherever, peel it on and off so you can be reminded because it is so easy to forget. It's so, so easy. And listen,
1: mantras work, people. I mean, things that we say out loud, um, you know, are are what we actually become and what we are. Like, we are what we say we are. Mm -hmm. And yes, we can change that. Yes, we can grow. And and, and it will, you know, I want to say, like, shift as time goes, what matters. But something like this, every time we say it, it's going to, like, drive right down to the deep part of our soul Every time you say it, it's going to drive down to the deep part of your soul.
0: 100%. And what's interesting, too, is, um, Tav, you have an original copy from Camp Con Yeah, I noticed we had something. Yeah, oh and health. I've got the rebrand where oh, we change the funny. word females to girls because, you know, and this is, again, a future topic for us to talk mm. about as well, but we... Realize that, you know, um, we we say girls because, you know, there are a lot of people who are non-identifying or or don't identify as a, a female or aren't born female, but identify as being a woman. So. Uh, we We change that verbiage to be inclusive, you know, however, I know there are some topics sometimes where uh, we can feel like we can 't talk about certain things because we 're going to offend people and we 'll navigate those waters when when that stuff arises, but again, we are women talking about women's issues and, you know, if if something hits a hot button, you know, pause that, ask yourself why, and that's stuff we can explore in the future, but just know that at the end of the day, if you identify as a woman, then you're speaking our language and and that's what we're here to talk about. Right. And I'm
1: glad you brought that up because we, you know, we've talked a little bit about it, but I will just reiterate that we know that some of what we might talk about on this show is going to trigger you. We know that you might not love or agree with everything we say, and that is totally okay. We, you have a couple of options. First of all, you can turn it off. You know, no, it's okay. You can I can't wait
0: off. till we come up to a topic that we don't agree on. That's oh, gonna no. be
1: <laughs> what's going to, what's going to happen if we don't agree? Have we discussed that? Should we agree to disagree? Agree to disagree. Or we can just agree <laughs> that I'm right.
0: Oh, my <laughs> <Mic> drop. <laughs> Yeah. it's too funny.
1: I do get a little sassy on occasion, as you know. I know. I saw that in the gym this morning. I know. Yeah, I did. I like.
0: Yeah. I think I like pulled put you ponytail in your corner. A bit you did. Right you now. did. And we got some kickback from some random bloke. Mansplaining. anytime no, And a girl wants to, uh, you know, what we'll do you We'll kind of like what's going on over yeah, here. Yeah, good. Well, like, march
1: your ass up. Seriously, I was I'm doing push-ups on a ball, and you were doing, like, something from a cable pull-down. <laughs> <laughs> we were just in the same vicinity. I'm like, really? Oh, my goodness Yeah, gracious. anyway. What is anyway. The,
0: Yeah, anyway. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Turn the page, and we have this pyramid, which I'll briefly roll you through. This is the, the basis of Camp Confidence. And, again, at some point, we will rebrand this. This is the long-term video. Vision is rebranding this to you know sit as part of uh, the girl gang and uh, I'm not entirely sure what it'll look like, but repurposing this content so we can have these programs um, to cover all these topics. So the habits we do daily, the principles we live by and the lessons we work on and the habits are nutrition, fitness, meditation and yoga, self-defense and journaling. and the journaling piece is what we're going through right now. Self-defense, a lot of that, we're going to cover that in a future episode as well, talking about uh, mindset. And we're going to actually have a meetup here in April going through because Tav is a Krav Maga instructor. And there's a lot of different avenues you can take with self-defense, but a majority of it is mindset and prevention. And we'll we'll be discussing that stuff. But it's incredibly important to take responsibility and learn these things as a woman. Uh, Meditation and yoga. Again, such an important piece. I've been aiming to incorporate a, a daily meditation practice for like ten years. Okay, I've done transcendental meditation, I've Headspace, different apps, you know, and I have not created a habit out of it yet. And however, I know it's the one thing that's missing in finding peace and joy because shutting off our brains is. Paramount to finding connection to the spirit world, right. you and know. You know
1: that I, I meditate and breathe and connect spiritually uh, at least once a day, usually twice a day. Mm. It's part of my. It is definitely part of what makes me who I am. Yeah. Right, and I, I can feel if a day goes by where I don't. Wake up in the morning and immediately follow my practice because sometimes I need to shift a little depending on I let my body sleep. You talked about sleep; I think sleep is so important, and I I allow sleep to lead and dictate my morning schedule. And I know, not everybody can do that. That's fine. I what I can do is I can control what time I go to bed at night, mm-hmm. and so I can't always control what my morning schedule will be like. But I can absolutely control my dedication to sleep. And so, whenever I can, first thing in the day, I do take time to ground, breathe, and connect. And so, maybe at the end. Of the show, what we can do
0: is walk through a really quick breathing exercise. Yeah. Yeah. And it's what we would do at camp is be like, okay, girls, we're going to go 60 seconds. See how long you can go without a thought. Mm. And what we talk about is just thoughts happen. They just happen. You acknowledge it and then you move away from it and go back to your breath or go back to staring at a candle or, you know, so there's all these different, avenues you can take with the the term meditation it doesn't mean you're going to levitate off of a pillow and after your first couple of tries become oh, a, be a master so cool. right i just got real excited i Let's, know okay the new goals yep goals, goals. hashtag goals goal digger uh, but in my experience a few times that i've actually stopped and when i was doing transcendental meditation and actually got into it i had so much joy mm. i mean i was like it was a trip and you'd think that you'd be like okay we'll go back and do that again however i'm always in such a rush and like oh i got to get this done or i sit down and i'm like oh i got to feed the cats it's like bitch you don't have a cat you don't own a cat why are you thinking that you know and so so okay let me ask
1: you a question mm,
0: how long does it take to create a new habit well the science says 21 days 21 days you know, give or take, some people uh, take to it like a, a fish in water and, you know, get straight into it. And some people, like myself, take 10 years <laughs> and that's totally and, and okay. So how, and
1: so, how do you, I think that sometimes what happens is we forget that we've made a new plan. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if your plan is to, whatever it might be, we'll just continue with the meditation. If your plan is to meditate every day, um, until it's a habit, so you know you need to you need to force yourself to do it for 21 days. What are some tips people can do to add that into their schedule? Like, are you talking like literally write it into your calendar, put a note on your bathroom mirror, like do not leave the house, bitch, until you meditate, or what? What? It, well, how can people do it? How can they give themselves the cues and the time and the space to be able to accomplish that goal?
0: That's a great question, and I truly think that can be a full episode for us because okay. there's so many different things in, um, apps and apps and ways for for people to obtain that. So I think we should we should definitely put that on our our it's future going list. on the list. You it's know how on the list. This list is now. Oh, we're we're sorted for a year. At easy, least a easy, year. easy, I mean,
1: guys. Listening, we we have so much information for you. You really don't understand. We really are going to understand. We're gonna we're gonna all talk in a year. We're gonna have like a group, and the background of our community at Himalaya is going to be so amazing when you guys see what's coming.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be epic. So we'll we'll circle back to that, but just think at the end of the day, like what happens when you don't turn off your phone or your computer or reboot it, you know, it, it starts to, to frazzle and that's what our brain is. It's a supercomputer and it needs to be shut down. It needs to be unplugged. And whether that's for sixty seconds, ten seconds, uh, walking, meditation, where you're repeating something, there's all sorts of different things. So we'll we'll circle back to that fitness. You know, there are many different avenues for moving your body. But again, what we would focus on is pure movement in doing something and pointing out, you know, we would take the girls through body weight exercises, you know, and even if there's programs that are like zoo fitness, they're three minutes in getting people up off the couch and using their own body to do something. If you look at a six-year-old running around nonstop, they're flying off the couch, running in circles, falling over, laughing up and at it again, going, going, going. And they don't ever stop and be like, damn, I'm out of breath. Oh, my side hurts you know it's like move it or lose it so as we get older we need to remember that and and stay focused and then the nutrition element again there are so many different ways and lifestyles to approach this but you know you got your people who are into keto you've got plant based like myself you've got you know at low carb i mean there's a million different ways to fuel your body but there are some principles that are across the board for any lifestyle okay so
1: let's 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 unpack that a small amount. I know that our goal is to give nuggets in these shows, like enough information to people to take back and think about it. But if you have not exercised before, right, or if you have not really evaluated your diet, just those two topics alone, we're going to go into those. We're going to mark those as full episodes, even though we're, we are not therapists, we are not nutritionists, although we both have different certifications in fitness. Um, We are not going to be, we're not going to claim to be the be all end all. I just think that it's important for us to tell people if this is sparking something in you, go find information. Listen, there's so much information on the internet and I know it's hard to find what is actually good sources of information, but start somewhere. Read, go get a book, like find nutritional guidelines that are not based upon what the USDA says? Yeah, what the dairy farmers? No,
0: are don't 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 read that. Like,
1: learn about the can you know how, what the chemicals of what your body is naturally already made of. And
0: remember, not it not one stroke. It, it mm. Different, what is it? Different strokes for different. Well, you said don't
1: feed a steak to a, to a infant. A, a infant. Yeah. I thought I was going to say kitten. Same thing.
0: <laughs> same thing. <Kitten>, same infant, <laughs> Baby, don't feed a steak yeah. to a baby. So maybe
1: what we can do, Courtney, is at least put a couple of links in the show notes for people that want to start some reading somewhere. Yeah, we'll give we you. Some some referrals. resources of places to start cuz we
0: don't have time in the show to really dive into those cuz you're you are looking at the overall picture. That's right. And and we will we'll give you some resources absolutely. And remember, if somebody tells you that there's only one way and it's the best way and it's their way or the highway, run run the opposite direction. Everybody has different DNA. Everybody has different lifestyles, likes, beliefs, and beliefs control everything. At the end of the day, your beliefs control everything. So you might have some subconscious beliefs around certain foods that, you know, you're and if they're subconscious, you're probably not even aware of them.
1: Listen, I'm not going to say you might, I'm going to say you do. Yeah. I'm going to be that person that comes in and says, not only do you have subconscious beliefs about food, about your body, about everything, you have subconscious beliefs about your entire existence and, purpose on this earth. And I'm here to tell you, it could change that. It's not necessarily correct. You don't need to carry your parents or your family's vision forward. You
0: don't have to. That's absolutely right. And with that, that's going to tie directly into self-belief, which is skipping over the principles, over to the lessons, and at the very bottom there, we would dive into self-belief and understanding where beliefs come from and how a majority of our beliefs are created from ages zero to eight years old when we're not fully conscious, and a majority of those beliefs are negative, somewhere around the ballpark of 70% and we operate off of those beliefs. And that's why you see a lot of the time people create new year's resolutions and they say, right, I'm going to get super healthy. I'm going to throw away all the junk food. I've bought all the new fitness gear. I've joined a gym. I'm in it to win it. And three weeks later, they're sitting on the couch with a bowl of ice cream crying. How did this happen? I'm not worthy. I'm a piece of shit. I, I don't deserve to be healthy or all the rest of it. Now there's a subconscious belief in there somewhere that, They aren't worthy or it's too difficult or something that triggered them. And now they are where they are. But the reality is, is that we all have these beliefs and and how we unravel those is to become aware of them. And there's a lot of different modalities in order to do that, which we can discuss. But understanding, you know, where your self-talk comes from and, and why we're programmed to think negatively about ourselves and how we undo that. So beliefs control everything whether you think you can or you think you can't either way you're right that was Henry Ford I wish a woman said it I'm just kidding it's cool um, I'm you Henrietta 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 Ford I want to um, add medicine. I want to add to that that
1: when you go through this process of looking inward we're ta- we're asking you to look inward at your own beliefs and where they came from you might come up with some stuff that maybe isn't so great from when you were young or in the methodology behind how your parents raised you. And I'll just ask that unless there's some type of like severe abuse in there, because that's a different story. That may that may mean you need to go and actually get some really good therapy and and really handle whatever and whatever that looks like for you. Therapy can be a thousand things for a thousand different people. It looks different. But if there's severe abuse in there, you know, really this isn't going to be enough of a conversation. But if there's not, and you just know that you maybe maybe your mom or your dad had beliefs about themselves, their bodies, and because of where they came from and how they were treated and that got passed on to you, I just ask that you hold that in a non-judgmental space because understand that it's very often that when parents bring that to their children, it's because that's what they were given. That's all they knew. And it's not an excuse that they couldn't have done better. But I, I want to encourage you to not go and Rally and go tell your parents off and tell them you're never going to speak to them again because of this, this, and this that you discovered. And what you discovered may be really, really valid. But instead of judging, why don't you be curious? Maybe learn. And I'm, I'm going to tell you one thing for sure, and I know this for a fact, is that when you start doing the work on yourself and some of this realization happens about your beliefs and you start discussing it with your parents or the people that you grew up with, you are going to start creating a ripple effect of change in everybody around you, including your family and the sources that raised you. And I think that that's just such an important facet in this process of self-beliefs.
0: That's so powerful. And we used to say that at camp all the time. We say, look, your parents are doing the best that they can with the tools that they've been given. And these are new tools for you to empower yourself and disconnect and cut the cord and stop thinking, well, poor me, I'm stuck in this situation. I grew up in you know my mom or dad did this or my grandparents. Didn't love me, or I never heard the word love. Now it's your turn to go out and, and create love, and and to to change the game. Yeah, so that is super valid. Mm-hmm. And be curious, like that's a great term. I love it when you say that. Curious,
1: yeah. Be curious. Be curious. Yeah, that's just opening your mind. I I'm going to tell you something funny about me, Courtney, that I don't think you know about me. Oh, um, it's interesting because I have heard this. A couple of times this the statistics and data that say that our beliefs about ourselves come from, you know, the first even five years of your life, how you were raised and the environment that you were in. Create You really will even just start with confidence. you create beliefs from the womb. Yeah, I mean, that's really interesting. And my sister and I were born into totally two different environments, but to the same parents. And I'm going to explain it to you because this is just going to fascinate you. So my sister was born, um, and then my dad was drafted. Well, he was about to be drafted, so he enlisted to avoid the draft and went to Vietnam. And so my mom, just having my sister, left and packed my sister up and went to Canada where my mom was from. And the interesting thing is that there was a lot of disharmony amongst my Canadian family and my American family because my Canadian family did not want my dad to go to war. Like my grandparents on that side, they wanted him to escape to Canada and avoid the draft. And, you know, my dad was a proud American, right? Like he, his family would never have been okay with that. And so there was disharmony. So my dad went to war. My mom and my sister went to Canada. Okay, my dad came back. My mom came back with my sister. I was conceived and I was born. Both of my parents left. My parents actually met in the military. Um, My mom was also serving at the time, which got pregnant with my sister when they married. And when I was born, my parents had settled back in Colorado, in Boulder, Colorado, of course, starting in Boulder and then went on into Lyons. And I was born into almost communal living, like a group of adults that were all like, into peace and love and all the stuff that, you know, you're seeing in me now. But I like to say that that like literally the total f- hippie, total hippie, <laughs> the first five years of my life, Courtney, I was surrounded by people that just loved me. Adults, children, neighbors. I, I, I only received love in the first chunk of my life. And yet my sister, right. Experienced like trauma, Trauma, right? Move, change, loss of a parent. Parent come back. Don't know parent. Trauma, trauma. And here I was born into this. Oh my gosh! And I love it because there's all these women that were friends with my mom at the time that that like collectively raised me. And I didn't, I didn't realize what a gift that was. Like it, I, I just have to, I have to just sit and feel an absolute gratitude that. I recognize that those first few years of my life, those beliefs came from getting surrounded by a group of women that love me. And honestly, I think that's what allows me to do the work that I do for women now is because I felt that. I know how important it is to have a circle around you that is just a love and unconditional and supportive.
0: That's so valid. And I'm so glad you brought that up because there's... um a study called ACEs and it's Adverse Childhood Experiences mm. and we'll put that in the show notes and it's really been pushed in California by the Surgeon General, first female Surgeon General, which is pretty rad and it's basically a, a test. It's all science based and backed but you can go and take this 10 question test and see what your risk assessment is in terms of what kind of environment you were brought up in mm. and what happens is, is that generally correlates to you know the, the experience that you had as a child have a massive impact on us as adults and you know the same um, for me in, in growing up with my mom who is an alcoholic and she and I are both in you know recovery and we have a great relationship but growing up she was very sick and none of us knew, nor did she, she didn't know what was going on with her. You know, we just, I just thought she was a bad person who needed to get good and not a sick person that needed to get well. And, you know, the trauma of that, because is you know, if you are um, in love with or raised by or in a relationship with somebody who is an alcoholic or an addict, you know how devastating that is. And there's loss of control. So when you grow up in an environment where you have absolutely no control over any Not that you're not meant to have control as a child, but when you feel out of control and you never know if you're going to make it to point A to point B because you have to say a prayer and scrunch down in the corner of the car and close your eyes and not know if you're going to arrive alive because your parent is intoxicated. Those kinds of things have massive impact on us as adults. And um, it's a it's an amazing resource and, and a great tool. So,
1: Aces, we'll we'll put that
0: in the show yeah. Notes. We'll link that in there. For I find
1: sure. it interesting that your situation from when you were a child into growing up swapped switched, and and mine actually swapped too because my parents didn't stay married. That whole hippie generation came to an end, and my father actually continued that hippie lifestyle, but in the negative way. So he became addicted to alcohol, and I ended up spending a big chunk of my life. With an alcoholic, and I, we, we still, our family still deals with this issue today, and it's all love and, and kindness with boundaries, but I understand that what I experienced in that small first, which is why I say it's a gift, right? Because that small little chunk was a small chunk yeah, um, of the whole picture, and that's what you're saying, is that you were, you had this experience when you were young, and it shifted and it changed, but all of those pieces developed what you are today.
0: That's right. Yeah, and that's definitely a a whole episode worth of Mm. conversation that we're going to dive into in the future too, so keep coming back.
1: Okay, so let's let's wrap this up with what do you want the homework to be today or what thought do you want them to evaluate or do we want to ask people to do a, a breathing exercise?
0: Yeah, I think we could go through the breathing exercise and we'll just wrap up with the, I'll just touch on the rest of these points in this, on this page. And then we'll come back in our next episode and start off on page three. But the the other points here we have are balance, which is a complete myth. Balance is life is always out of balance. You know, we we never have balance cuz when you know, you've got work life happening, your relationships are going to fall off. Um, you know, and that that's a whole nother topic. Um awareness and that's what we're doing here is creating awareness cuz if we have no awareness of a problem, there's no problem to fix or challenge. What have you? Also, uh awareness around your body. You know, are you holding your shoulders up to your ears right now? Are you clenching your jaw? How are you holding yourself? Are you scrunched over? Because your brain talks to your, your body talks to your brain. Yes, they are connected. That's why when we say the mind-body-soul connection, it's like, oh, what's that mean? Oh, your mind and your body are actually connected. So your brain is going to receive messages from your body that you're not feeling good about yourself if you got your hands in your pocket and you're hunched over, you know, all these kinds of things. And then assertiveness. Assertiveness is so critical in developing self-love because you got to speak your truth. And it might feel awkward and uncomfortable, but we're not taught this as kids. We're not taught how to set boundaries and how to say no and feel good about it, especially as girls, because we're labeled say, as bitchy oh, and catty and all the rest of it. Controlling and controlling. And controlling. So yeah. there's a whole portion on assertiveness. And we actually have those materials in the Self-Love Success Academy. There's a whole workbook on assertiveness as well. Um, acceptance. Acceptance is the answer to all my prayers today. There is, uh, or all my prophecies today. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> your
1: prayers what? today.
0: Hey, hey, that's okay. Prayers are good too. Yeah, and we'll, we'll talk about that as well. we got a whole episode on spirituality. Uh, but acceptance is, you know, accepting life on life's terms. And once you can accept yourself and the other people around you, we cease fighting. And we pick and choose our battles and realize that we can't change other people, places, and things. We can only change ourselves. And those we work on daily. Now, the principles that we live by, these are you know, are, um, true for everybody. But again, you will have your own five principles that you live by outside of this as well, which is in a future episode. But we, we really focused on honesty when you're honest out the get, you have nothing to worry about, right? Out the get, just made it up, get a library card, check it out. Okay. (laughs) When you're honest, to yourself as well as other people and you're authentic, then nobody can take that away from you. If you're putting yourself out there and I, you know, don't recommend everybody to go out there and, and fully rip the page back. Cause sometimes people will take advantage of your honesty sometimes, you know? So again, it's setting boundaries and we'll work through that later, but honesty, if you can own your shit and, and be proud of it and then and, and nobody can take that away from you. There's an interesting story and we're getting up to the, the time mark here, but there was a guy that I met and he, he was a bad bikey, like covered in tattoos, face, Mm. head to toe, hardcore, way up there in the chain of command. And one time he said to me, uh, yeah, what about trannies? I like trannies. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, uh, chicks with dicks. I was like, what? Really? What? Yeah. And I was just like, how is this hardcore gang, bikey guy, you know, like so okay with talking about hooking up with you know as he said it himself and i was like wow that's really interesting because he owned it and you know had somebody said that behind his back oh he likes such and such you know it can be seen as a sign of he
1: took the he took his power back yeah we we talked about this before if you don't own it yeah. yeah i have to tell you something really interesting i um I've gone on a few dates with an individual recently, and I I took the leap, and I'm going to do this from here on out, of asking when we first met if we could agree to have radical honesty from the beginning. Yeah, And honestly, just even saying that out loud, just saying radical honesty is what I'm committing to, even the, whatever that's going to be, or no attachment to the outcome of this, but I'm going to be radically honest. I'm asking you to do the same. Holy crap. That changed the entire environment. Just even saying those words like radical honesty, I live by
0: radical honesty. That
1: is powerful.
0: That's, that is powerful. That's powerful. Radical honesty, radical, honesty. get a pen, write it down. That's amazing but it is. It is I amazing. had nothing, you know what I mean? Like I was just uh, I don't know. I was taken back by that and it was a massive lesson for me to to understand that, you know, if that you hold that. He yeah. It. yeah. And especially in my experience in the quote-unquote muscle fetish world, there mm. were guys that were into dirty socks or obsessed with feet or whatever. And I'm like yeah, well, it d- doesn't matter. Like, what a, what is considered mainstream? Like, because you're into that, doesn't mean you're any less of a person. It just means that's just what you like, and it, it is super attractive if you own it. And you're like, yeah, I like dirty feet. It might be weird to you, but I love it. And you're like, oh, okay. That's, that's one of and the challenges. That's confidence,
1: right? That's that's one of the challenges with social media is that people, what you just don't, you just can't believe what you see all the time, but taking the chance to be honest, like what you're talking about.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's a trip. Mm. And if the, the term I, I threw out there that he said offended you, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Um, our intention isn't to offend you, but again, I don't no, know. Yes, so
1: let's, let's put that caveat in here. That's yeah. we're, just, we're, we're, we're sharing stories and information and our expertise and our experiences and our voices. And our, our intentions may be different than how you're taking it, which is totally fine. If this is not for you, turn it off. Yeah. yeah, turn it off. I mean, I, yeah, yeah. I just got harsh. I'm like, turn it off. You don't like it? Turn it, <laughs> turn it off. off. Okay, principles yeah. plus five. We've talked yeah. about honesty. What
0: else? So, Honestly, honesty, forgiveness, when you don't forgive somebody else, so let's say you don't forgive me because I said something that upset you and you're holding that and you're walking around with it, it is drinking poison and expecting me to die, but you're the one. And it's funny because we say, you're the one. It's like, ah, oh, we get defensive subconsciously, but. We, if we hold on to resentment and we don't forgive the other person, then we are poisoning ourselves because yes. car- that person doesn't give a crap you know you like I don't on, know okay. I, I don't know that you're upset right so it's not going to phase me until we sit down and have a and that's what we're missing are conversations and saying okay how do we fix this I want to bring this to your attention i be like I'm offended or ah you pissed me off it's like let's have a conversation let's work together let's listen to understand and not listen to be right and and make progress so anyways forgiveness is is critical you know um, in our in our happiness and then service being of service is massive so Getting out of self-pity and and poor me, is um, the easiest way to do that is by being of service to someone else. And that doesn't mean you need to go and open a dog rescue. It means opening the door for someone else or actively listening when a friend has issues or saying, hey, are you okay, and and really meaning it and and getting out of your self-centered self.
1: I want to add something to that because coming from a nonprofit sector that I work in and my whole career is around service, I have this saying that I think everybody should live by, and it's that when you feel helpless, help somebody else. It's the fastest way to end your own feeling of helplessness is to help somebody else. Mm -hmm. And that can, you started to give examples, opening the door, like carry carry groceries out for somebody at their grocery store, I oftentimes, if I'm having a crappy day, I'm likely to go out and get food takeout. This is what I do. My practice, my, my go-to when I just, when I'm just, my day's not going well. I just don't feel like cooking. That's kind of what happens to me. So I'll go out and get food. And every time that I feel like that, and I know that I'm getting food elsewhere, because I like to make the food that I eat, When I'm going to get food elsewhere, I buy food for the person behind me every single time because I felt how I feel. If I'm feeling that way in the moment, I'm going to do something for somebody else because it immediately it's like actually I could tell you scientifically what happens. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like a dopamine hit to the brain. Mm -hmm. As soon as you do something in a way, it's kind of selfish because you're doing something to get a dopamine hit. But it isn't selfish because it's going to help raise you out of that lower place that you're feeling. in. so, of course, this service piece is really important to me. And I think that. There are a thousand ways. And we also encourage you to find a way to do this regularly, not just when you're feeling helpless. Absolutely. Have a source already. Have a plan of something you're going to do to give back to the community and rely upon that as part of your self-care.
0: Yeah. And because money doesn't fill the void. You know, it's it's being of service to other people and you will immediately not feel sorry for yourself. So the huge, Uh, respect, pretty straightforward. You know, again, that comes with acceptance. Like, I don't have to like what you're saying, but I respect that. I accept that. You do you, I'll do me. I respect you, you respect me, end of story. And then lastly, laughter. Laughter is... Critical. Look at the number of times an infant or a child laughs throughout the day. We stop laughing as we get older. And again, scientifically, laughter, it is the best medicine. Mm-hmm. And I truly discovered this when I uh, stumbled into a laughter yoga Oh my gosh, I was just going to bring that up because you did uh, that
1: at Girl Live this year. And actually, I think it was Ashley um, who I interviewed who had just been to the Laugh yoga and she's like it's a trip. She's
0: like it's such a trip what happens to your body. Oh, like, oh it, I was so irritated. I'm like, "I'm here for a network marketing business conference. This is bullshit. I can't believe we're at because my ego was pissed mm. cuz you look like an idiot. It, I mean, you're it, and it's the only place you can actually be out fake laughing and not be, you know, committed to the sane asylum <laughs> because it what happens is is you're Even if you're fake laughing, but you incorporate childlike playfulness and making eye contact with other people, eventually what happened was is I started laughing and I couldn't stop. And it was the only time outside of like jujitsu that I've been without a thought. And you scientifically cannot be depressed while you're laughing. And even if you are fake laughing, because there's parts of it where you're like, ho, ho, ha, 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 ha," and you're like making these noises, it's stimulating your brain to release those dopamines. And then there's this element of um, uh, uh, cleansing your body because you're moving your circulation and getting like deep breathing happening. It was amazing. So that truly shifted a a lot for me in going through that. I went out and got certified to be a laughter yoga instructor like the next day or it was that following week. Uh, But you, you become aware that we stop laughing and we take ourselves so seriously, you know, and this
1: is part of the reason why we get along so well, because we like to laugh, Mm -hmm. especially when, when you make that voice.
0: Yeah, it's a good voice. It's a great voice. So there's a lot of information oh there. Goodness, that was a lot, but that is so good. Yeah, those those bits are, were what we focused on. And once you've got that rock solid foundation, you're able to then you know create that self-love, the confidence. You see other girls and women as your sisters and not your competition. So we create this, this equality and then we have unity from that. And then with the unity, we're able to achieve Everything together as a sisterhood. So when you see another girl in the street wearing girl clothing, shout, hey, girl, hey. When you just see another woman in general, go out of your way to say something nice. You don't piss in her pocket and make up something, but say something that, you know, you normally wouldn't say and lift each other up and watch what happens on an energetic level and, and know that this is about creating awareness and, you know, taking our own inventory and, you know, coming back and, and doing the work on your, on ourselves. Cause it doesn't just happen overnight. You know, it, it's a process and there's going to be highs and lows. So you just got to keep showing up and know that, you know, it's just, it's a journey and it's just a journey and it's just yeah. life and it's not good meant stuff. to be taken so seriously, yeah, bitch. Good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Okay, I'm going to
1: take us through a little 30-second breathing exercise that you guys don't necessarily have to do now if you're driving, but you can take this back and implement it in your day. And then what I want you to do is, secondarily, I want you to set a goal for yourself between this episode and the time that you listen to another one of our amazing Girl Talk shows that you are going to find a woman every day and tell them something really wonderful that they've done, said, or impacted, or whatever it might be. Find someone to lift up that day. so but- the, the the breathing and the external um, reaction to another woman
0: and right. take the pledge and take the pledge oh yeah the
1: pledge it feels like we've been in a long episode so I that know. was like this is still the same this I show know. oh my gosh I okay know. we're good. Okay, okay three breathing, lots breathing, of homework breathing. okay here's what I want everyone to do if you can right now yeah. if you can put your feet flat on the floor straighten your spine straighten your spine let your shoulders relax soften your jaw and with me we're just going to breathe in for 3 out for 3 out deep in your belly out if you can close your eyes out One more with me. Out.
0: We'll be back. That was nice. We'll We'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be back. This is Courtney Olson, thanking you for joining us. If you want to keep up with us and join us some more, find us on our website at girl.com. That dot G-R-R-R-L, G-R-R-R-L.com. You can find our newsletter on there to sign up for that and stay in the now. Or find us on our Instagram at girl underscore clothing. That's girl underscore clothing. And remember, you are enough.